going to title this podcast The Olive Garden or Outback Steakhouse. Where? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> or it's, you know what they're going to say it is. So this is Kayla, Kilowatt. Hello, it's Kilowatt. Hi. Hi I'm here on. with Lisa fucking Carlisle. <laughs> LFC. <laughs> this is Kilowatt in the LFC. We are at the Falls View Tavern. And we're at the back end. Yeah, and you're not. <laughs> we're having a beer. And we're chatting about life in general. And I was just struck with this amazing thought because LFC is my muse. And I wanted to tell her. I said, so if you take an establishment like Olive Garden or the Outback, a place where there are dates, I would like to see more proactive, forthcoming truth-telling. Like, I want to see someone be like, you know, like, okay, I'll sit there. This is it. I'll give a rundown of what I mean. So you're sitting at Olive Garden alone and you're listening in on one of the many dates that are happening at any given time. It could be a mother and daughter. Yeah. It could be two friends. But, like, oh. you're, you're sitting in between two people interacting across from each other holding a salad fork, okay? And there's one person yapping about one story and the other person's nodding in agreement as in, I, I yes, yeah. I concur. Mm-hmm. Like right I now. get you. I understand your message. So I want to see people be more like, instead of talking the shit they talk, I want them to say things like, I'm actually, I'm actually sitting here to validate my sense of self-worth. And I'm really heavily dependent on your response right now. So if you could smile more and laugh a little after I tell this shitty joke, that would be great. Oh, yeah. But it's not that I want to be that like cynical of people. I don't. But I just want to see it for what it is. Because <laughs> sometimes I kind of like people will be telling me some bullshit story on the bus. Like they think I'm an idiot. And I'm not going to sense that they're lying Mm -hmm. and I just at some point I laugh and I go ah because I know what they're doing I want a captioning thought on everyone's chest so while they're talking their real thoughts are moving across that tag that I have stuck on their chest so that I can read like a, the truth while like I'm a digital to shit. Like a digital reader board. That's what I want. Like when you're waiting in line I'll at be fucking like, Kaiser Permanente and they're like A122. <laughs> like you're in a fucking bingo hall. Counter A122. Only instead of it reading that across this moving digital platform, yeah. it'll say, I think you're full of bullshit. Right. Or I hope you don't know I have Hep C. I hope, <laughs> I hope you believe this bullshit story I'm telling you. I, I get so sometimes, occasionally, I'll get a ride home uh, from my friend John and another drivers, other drivers, multiple drivers have given me rides home, and there are a few drivers who I really like, genuinely like, and there are a few who I'm kind of on the edge of, like not knowing if I'm getting the full. And I know deep down I'm not. I'm not getting the full. They're kind of, they remind me a lot of like pathological liars and so I'll be sitting across the room in this tiny compartment of a vehicle where they're doing me a solid and driving me to my vehicle and I realize that they're using that as an opportunity to sell themselves completely to me because my validation is everything and when you realize that a majority of people roll through this life completely insecure with their sense of self and they're constantly trying to validate themselves through your reaction to whatever it is that they're spitting out. Oh, yeah. Instead of just yeah. sharing openly and, like, in a free format, like, just lovingly telling you them. Here's my actual story of who I am. Without fear of judgment or repercussion or your actual opinion, I'm just going to tell you the shit. That's what I like, which is what I like about you. I really don't... I don't appreciate the moments where I'm sitting there and someone's like, and so... 
I had to be the one to save this person and I sacrificed myself in this way. Right. Here's the story of how great I am. What do you think about that? And, I'm, and it <laughs> seems so obvious. I just want to be like, wow, you're really a great guy. Like, nice yeah, there's, job. There's some people that no matter what, <laughs> by the end of the night, they're going to get I'm sorry that your mom there. was sucky and didn't love you enough to give you a better <laughs> sense of salt. Like, and that's the, we're looking at people who've been like really neglected because of the way that society is structured. I mean, if you think about the 50s, you had all the stay-at-home moms with cocktails get Percocets, and they were fucking drugged up and (laughs) numbed out. Nobody was present to raise those babies. They all hit the 60s and started smoking a fuck ton of weed. There you go. There you go. It's a tell-all. It's easy to note that. Like, that seems like a pretty... Like, in all the things that they went through, they needed that. They needed that because that's what got them through that bullshit of being neglected and ignored and like having to derive their own sense of self from like really like shaky ground. Mm. Like we're just going to bring in nationalism. If you join the army or the military, you got that going for you. Nice work, buddy. But that doesn't mean that that's not good. It's just that you can see people that join it for that chip. They're adding chips to their table and they feel like it gives more sense of self if they do certain contributions to society. And it's like, okay, how many committees do you fucking have to be on? How many fucking things do you have? Because really, like, what you're saying to me is I really don't think that I got a lot to bring. So I have to do these things so that I bring things. But you alone, every fucking person here on this planet is already enough. Like, that's the part that I don't like is that somewhere... Somehow they bought into this bullshit that they weren't something. Oh, yeah. They bought into the bullshit that we weren't every fucking piece of energy that this universe has ever created. Mm-hmm. Our atoms check into the vacuum of our own conscious source of energy and recreate themselves here. Nassim Haramay cracked that code. He's a very renowned quantum physicist. Oh. And he's the one that figured out that electron mar- like molecules, when they flitter in and out of, uh, like when we're observing them, mm-hmm. There are moments where they flitter in and out of existence like this, like so fast on a microscopic level. They can see it and then it disappears and comes right back. And they're like, is this like a, like a thing that happens when we get real close to something that, that is this small or is it actually going somewhere and coming back? And he realized that it is something that it goes back to source of where all of our consciousness resides, checks in and then he calls it the vacuum. It checks in with the source and then it comes back and it's even down on a microscopic level in our DNA, in our molecules, every fucking atom in our body checks in and out with the source. So it keeps us on our life path. It keeps us in tune with where we're supposed to go. Everything that's faded and meant to be is because we keep coming in and out of existence like little flutterflies, like little fucking buzz bees or whatever. Fuzzy buzzies. (laughs) Stabby grabbies. That's a fork. Licky sticky. That's a stamp. <laughs> that's Frank in the background. Don't mind him. Frank? Yeah, his name's Frank. Oh, no, not Frank Frank. But like, I mean, Frank, the dog. We met Frank earlier. He's seven months old. He's just protecting his owner. He's very loving. Yeah. He doesn't like sunglasses. He scares the hell out of him. So I was thinking... Yeah, no, you go ahead, because I do that. Energy bouncing back and forth, but always going to the source and then out again. Yeah. Like, how does that... Like, this table isn't even solid. 
It's all fucking moving. It's it's just an illusion. This shit is a fucking hologram. It's terrifying to think about. It actually makes you feel really... Like, people that are incredibly smart. Like, I have a friend named Johnny Nelson. This fucking guy, okay? I went to high school with him. He was the smartest fucker in the entire school. Every grade. I dated a smart guy. He went to Whitman College. He's got an MBA. He's fucking great. Okay? However, rewind. Johnny fucking Nelson. Dude doesn't have an MBA. He's diagnosed bipolar. I love the fuck out of him. And he's taken the stigma of being bipolar and and actually taken it and felt like he was not enough to contribute to society because of the stigma that's tied to mental health issues. And that was enough to derail him. And he was so brilliant. He was in the military. He did some fucking job where he would randomly disappear and go to a different country and then somehow be back here in the States with a shiny fucking car and call me up and be like, lunchtime, kilowatt. And I'd be like, what happened? And I just show, like, every, we've known each other since we were 10. This kid is fucking brilliant. And I met him uh, when I was awkward. I wore a low pony. I was library helper every year. And I had a Superman shirt I would wear every fucking day. Oh, the hot library girl. <laughs> no, I was so not. I was so not. I had these bangs that cut all the way across. You did? Like low enough so I didn't have yeah, to make direct eye contact. Were going on in Dude, those aisles. And that, you thought you were not being watched. I, I was they never being watched. But they, I, I'm always being watched. I know I am. I'm okay with it. I made my peace. I made my peace. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so fucking loud. Because being watched, Jesus. You know, like, my little sister and I, and I think probably you might understand this, too, like, as, like, an attractive woman in this world, like, it doesn't matter if you go to the fucking grocery store, it doesn't matter if you go to the bank, it doesn't matter if you're at the fucking bus, laundromat, standing on the street corner, across the, everybody stares, and I'm not saying that's annoying, but it's exhausting. It's really, if you don't like the energy part and you're tired, you don't want to leave your house. Trust me, if you got off the, if you got out of JFK and walked to the curb, you would suddenly be no one and it would feel refreshing and beautiful. Okay. I think it's the, I like that. I think that's why I like being around other attractive women. Hmm. I really like being around you because you're like a goddamn supermodel with aviators. You just start. You just start when you were like, I need Botox. I was like, no. <laughs> you stop that right now. <laughs> you would have wrote a perfectly good thing. Stop it right now. <laughs> but like, um, no, really. I, I have a hair in my They have to stare. When I got on your route, you weren't driving that day. And I, I walked on. It's really bothering me. Your hair is like totally it's the, oh, cool. There it is. I found it. Oh, I hate that. That little piece. Look. So she has this hair, like, totally... It's stuck in my glasses. Hold on. I can't. There we go. Making face itch. And she oh, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you a lighter? Oh, I have it in my hand. I was... There it is. Hypersensitive. Ha <laughs> um, I had a tickle on my... You guys, just so you're aware, we are not... Uh, we're not drunk. I'm just really distracted. Um... <laughs> I'm wearing my aviator shades, and I had a little hair that was tied to my this, this, okay, the so little nose piece. Anyway, we're, we're back. We're talking about windows of disclosure. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's go back to, to that. Be, when I become president, there will wait. Be... Wait. Should we finish up on the attractive girl thing? Oh no. Finish. So you were talking about. Uh, yes. I wasn't driving, but you were on the bus. You this, know, people were looking a... at you. Yeah, but I'm really sure I don't feel like I'm attractive, nor do I feel like people watch me because I am. So there's that. Well, but... that's. I'm just not correct, you know. but okay. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that's where we're at. I could highlight your chart why you feel that way. I'm not going to go there right now. <laughs> but it is actually, I think that's a benefit. The thing is like. Because it gives you a really humble nature, which is, is a good the one. The way I walk, I'm not changing the way I walk or stand, okay? It's, You're just going to get there the and get it done. I've got 
and it's not gonna move. <laughs> and you can accuse me all day long that I'm trying to stick stuff out and my chin is too high. I don't care. It's the best stature for my back. If the wind comes for you, you're gonna stay upright. Let's say there's a spontaneous tornado that creates itself in front of you. You're not going anywhere. I'm, gonna, I'm not changing my path. When I walked up I behind you really... at the river shore, I saw the stance. I didn't even have to see the fucking back of your head. I saw your legs, the way they were spread out like a little A. I do like not, you were the letter A. And then you had your hands on your hips like Wonder Woman. And I was like, Lisa fucking Carlisle is right here. And I started laughing because I could peg you from fucking a block move. away. I was like, oh, there she is. I won't move. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I was walking. I love it though. I was walking on this totally wide pathway. Wide. Like you could put nine people abreast. And yeah. Yeah, that's how wide it is. And I was on like the outer three feet on the right. This chick in front of me had a little itty bitty yappy dog with seriously an eight foot leash. So you see where she she has an occupancy there. Yeah. Okay. So she was on the other side of the trail. This is appropriate. You should be on the right side. It's America. And this, <laughs> this little dog, this little dog was directly in front that of me. That is so cute. I'm sorry. And I'm she back. was staring me down, staring me down. And she's on the phone and she's pretending to talk. And you know, you know, you can see right through people. I know. I'll, I've had it done. I'll tell you a play, story. Don't play like you're in a conversation. No, you're going to love the next story. This. I'll tell you after this. It's so good. Go ahead. So she waited last second, last second to decide what to do with this dog. Sorry, I'm being attacked by allergies. Okay. She had the balls, like great big gnarly hairy balls. Bull balls. Bull balls. Like four sets of them, man. Yeah. She let the dog be Quad right in balls. front of me. And you know what I mean? I'm not going to change. Balls. I'm not going to change my direction because you are you're an asshole. You were fucking there. It if was your your pathway you and be, she wanted to get in your way. Yeah. Poor planning on your part does not require an emergency online. You don't need to sidestep for some <laughs> sideways bitch. That's not your MO. You don't have she to literally, sidestep. She literally. She wanted At the last second. Well, she, you know she was totally. You guys are playing chicken with a dog, a leash on a walkway. Thank you. <laughs> She's trying to close line you with her dog. Fake conversation. Person, straight up last second, chickened me out and got so close to me that she brushed my right shoulder with her right shoulder and went right onto the shoulder of the pathway. That is how much of an asshole she had to be. Mm -hmm. She went out of her way with this wonderful, huge asphalt pathway. Which one, where was it? The college. Ah, yeah, that's fucking so wide. That is huge, that's a big Right when she got in front of my face, she goes, "Uh uh-huh, into her phone. Like, like she had to, I don't know. Like, no, really I'll tell put you a what. Stamp on it. That's there's a mental illness like that, and oh I my can't God. peg it. What I don't know it? what it's called, I but think, I think it's called stupidity and ignorance. I think it's called a That's mad inferiority complex. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. Go right ahead. Like the armadillo. Like, what's wrong with you? Girl? Oh, she's burning my lighter. Just so you know. Um, Thank you. So it's important that we narrate what we're doing because otherwise they're gonna be like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> Can I touch this yeah, all over? Yeah. Oh, touch I might think you're just my nipple. What? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. She's talking about my lighter. <laughs> okay, so this day I'm driving line 12. The story I'm breaking out with this thing that we're talking about. So this is what led into that. I was mm. triggered by a memory when she mentioned the fake talking in a phone. Mm. This bitch, uh, and I, I recognized that she was doing this weird thing that comedians experience called heckling. Okay, if you've ever been a stand-up comedian, there's a thing, uh, even in show business, called heckling. 
And what it is, is somebody who's supposed to be in your audience starts to out themselves that they're not actually for you. By doing sideways moves, like they might, they might have an affinity for you. They might admire you, but they're not on your team. Sounds like they're dealing with their own feelings of intimidation. Yeah, because they're mm. envious. It's envy. That's the envy presenting itself. It's retarded. Okay? It's exactly retarded because we all came in completely enough. We, we are were... all perfectly fucking fine. And somehow we've created this notion that we're all somehow different. We are different, but we're not different in a, in a lack of value. Mm. Every person, even if they're disabled, fucking crazy and sideways shit, they got value. They, they're everything, but they don't know it. We are all on the same plane. We it's were born a, on we're the same plane. literally from the same vacuum. Mm-hmm. We all go to the same place. We come mm-hmm. in naked, we leave naked. We come in with nothing, we leave with nothing. Mm. We come in alone, we leave alone. That's the bullshit doorway we all have to walk through. Because of that, somehow, when we got here, this fucking non-utopian society we've fucking created conditioned our shit we've conditioned our shit our psyches into thinking we're not enough so this bitch on line 12 is on the phone and she's heckling me because i have a little bit of a script when i'm on the bus and i do funny shit and i enjoy (laughs) relishing and making people laugh and building the vibes like i love the laughter of other people i think it makes me feel better knowing i've created a happiness inside of them that would just take them away from whatever hell fire they're dealing with because we all are even if we're smiling we're all dealing with some bullshit every person on this planet has some hell they're dealing with true so i take that moment where i can like help them escape by being like you guys we're gonna swing a sharp right now everybody hang tight are you ready and then i'll just like (laughs) brace yourself and then i'll go as we make the turn. Yeah. Sound you, effects, full effects. you effect. do that very it's well. It's happening. You do that well. When I do that, it's mm. the softest turn. It's fucking smooth. Nobody's oh, weight is shifted. You're it's, right. It's a weightless... Like, there's nothing. It's almost like we're suspended Bouch. in space. And it's comfortable. It's almost like you were ready for impact and nothing happened. And then I'm like, woo, we made it. <laughs> wow, that was intense. And everybody giggles because it's so... It's contrary. And it's funny. Like, that's why it's funny. It's ironic. So then I'm sitting there and I'm doing the shit that I do because I do it on every line, every day at work. Doesn't matter where I'm at. Mm. Doesn't matter who I'm with. I'll be alone. Mm-hmm. And I'll still do that shit because I still find it funny. That's because you're being recorded too. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I hope for the day that they take snippets of my shit and put it up on viral. Oh, yeah. it'll be hilarious. When I was driving, I would do all these monologues Ooh. because I was hoping that they were going to grab my, what's it called? The black box? I don't know what Yeah, yeah, it. the black box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we should title anyway, it the black box. I, I wish they would have pulled all my videos. But nonetheless, continue. Okay. So the so, fake So the phone. fake bitch on <laughs> my bus. And I know she was a fake bitch because she got on my bus and she's sitting right. You know where honored seating is? Oh, yeah. Right in the mirror. So she's sitting in that pocket where people come to sit and talk to me. Mm-hmm. She's sitting right there. Mm. And she's on the phone and she's like, this fake bitch is doing sound effects. <gasps> And she's oh, like, I had that too. And she's like, sophomore. she sat there with her phone like this. Mm-hmm. And the whole time she's like this. This fake bitch is doing sound effects. Oh my God, you're finally doing something with your life. Good for you. And she's doing so this you, bullshit, how right? How did you feel? I ignored the fuck out of it. Because I'm not going to give anybody like that the time of day. Don't. I won't. And I'll continue to do my bullshit. And when she leaves, I'm going to consistently say, have a great day. Be safe. I'll see you around. I'll see you again. I say I'll see you again so people remember that I'll be your fucking driver next time, so don't be a dick. Yeah. But next, also... every time this bitch gets on my bus on line 12, she's done this, right? For weeks now. 
Then comes the day You're done. that Lisa fucking Carlisle incarnate shows up in the form of an angry black woman who's gorgeous. And she's sitting across from the bitch that's doing the heckling. And she's over it. Like, she told me she had a really bad week, and I was chatting with her before the fake bitch gets on. She's sitting across from me, and she's she's staring, and it's funny. It's so funny. She's sitting there like this, because she got her foot on the thing, and she's watching her. And she's sitting there, and she's like, setting up. And she sat there from Sandy down toward, like, Capitol Highway. So she was with us all the way through downtown watching this bitch do the things she does. And she turns to her, and she says, will you shut the fuck up? (laughs) Hang your fucking phone up. We all know you're not talking to anybody. And I was like, oh, shit. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, I would have, like, laughed. I was so excited. And I was like, and I was, and she was like, oh, hell no. Uh -uh. You are not going to sit here and subject this woman who's fucking everything to all of us Mm. to your bullshit. And she was cursing her out. And I was like, oh, my God. Chick pulls the cord, gets off at the next stop. I get a call from dispatch. Dispatch says that a passenger fled the scene of a knife-wielding passenger who is threatening to stab everybody. That's the move. That's the move of the fake. So not only did she not stand to the aggressor. I believe you. Like a cowardice. Oh. She scampers off and creates another wily-ass tale. And I actually said, uh, no, uh, what you're... You're, what you're describing mm-hmm. is the mentally ill passenger who continually harasses me. And one passenger asked her to hang her phone up because she was harassing me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she got off the bus. There's never at any point in time been a knife. I've never feared for the safety of my passengers. And I promise you, the day that fucker bought, he brought a gun onto my bus, mm-hmm. I was already getting everybody off the bus before I fucking got the police there. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. No one's got to worry about their safety in, in my fucking company. Oh, I agree. And I was like, this bitch that fucking pulled that wily ass 911 phone call, that's not the move. The move is me telling you what just went down. And dispatch wow. was like, oh, they well, have it. a good day then. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a formality. Some total bullshit. It was so funny. Oh, I've had false reports on my driving, too. I don't get And they're it. horrible. They're, they're really horrible. Bad. They're like two pages of single-spaced bullshit. Like, I did not injure you, motherfucker. I didn't run you over with a leg fracture. Oh, wow. Where are your doctor... Where's like, the tape? Let's pull the tape. Yeah, yeah. Pull the tape. Oh, Let's yeah. get the black box, please. I was Let's called do it. in, and I was told, you know, you have a passenger, a senior at Clackamas High School. His name is Isaac, and he wrote a long report, and they showed it to me. And they That's why I won't do high school kids. I oh, won't ever God. drive them. I love them, but I, there's something about public transportation uh-huh. versus school mm. where they will respect you more if you work with the public because they don't think that they're crazy. But everybody on this planet is crazy, even if we're all enough. Bus drivers, man. But those kids think that you're not dealing with any problems. They think they're all little cherubs. Mm. And that's not even close to the Mm -hmm. truth. But on public transportation, they're kind of scared of everybody else, so they kind of hover towards you, which is where the benefit (laughs) is. Party bus, not my move. That's just, I almost left a group of people at a fish concert in Eugene because I was not fucking handling it. No. No, thank you. Right. I called Tom. I said, I'm leaving your bus. You come get these assholes. And he was like, no, please, no. I'm on my way to California. I was Uh like, God damn it, Tom. Uh Uh I drove him back. But party bus business, (laughs) party bus business is not the move. School bus business, not the move because of what I've experienced so far. Through my interactions with other school bus drivers. And so I'll tell you, the public transportation is the way to go. It is. Even if you're dealing with psychopaths, maybe I should aspire to that instead. Just do it. Come hang out. Let's go. (laughs) 
You guys have so, there's fifteen hundred. I there's, asked the driver today. There's there's fifteen hundred. I think there's twenty six hundred. Twenty six hundred employees. She 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 was very pointed in showing out showing or demonstrating or pointing out that that was all beer reference. Pointing out the vast vast area of TriMet. It yeah. is so vast that people can work there for two and three decades. Yeah. And not ever meet. Yeah, and it's they pass true. each other at all these garages. I don't even know how many garages there are. There's uh, there's three main garages. Okay. There's uh, there's the Beaverton one, which is like uh, is it called Beaverton? El Monica. Oh, okay. Uh, Ruby Junction is our max one. Then she brought. We've up got some... Center Garage and then Palace, so four major hubs. Oh. So Powell Garage is uh, over by two hundred five. Where do you report? I report to Center Garage. Center. Because I am always center. Hey, hey. <laughs> Life path number one, bitch. Nuclear. Life path number one. I'm always going to be the leader. I don't know why. It's so annoying because I don't like to be the leader. But I fucking... I know, right? I want to well, lead myself. That's, that's part the thing. of being alpha. I just don't want to fucking follow somebody else's have, beat. Yeah. I like my own beat. I know. My drum's nice. I Thanks. I know. <laughs> I'm glad you settled up with your alphaism. I it really only am. took 34 years. Yeah. That's it. Wow. That's earlier than me. Oh my well, God. I'm not even I'm there really yet. Bad. I just figured out at 30 that I was the asshole. <laughs> that's the point of you know, self-awakening. That's the hard you part gotta, about being yeah. is you're alone. You just have you're to sit alone. there and be like, wow, I'm kind of a dickhead. Whoa. Someone has to. All this time, my entire life, I thought everybody else was the bad guy and I'm the asshole. Yeah. Oh, shit. Someone has to enforce the rules. I had to look at that mirror yeah. and then eat that pie. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, humble pie is bitter as fuck. Oh yeah, it's no so bitter. Spoon. And it's if you don't eat all the, the crumbs, you gotta mm. eat every fucking crumb. Mm. If you don't eat it, you're mm-hmm. gonna get another serving. You're gonna get another pie. <laughs> the universe will distribute that gladly with, with the tornado. You're gonna learn. You're gonna learn today, <laughs> dude. Tornadoes fucking follow me. I told Twisters. you that. Well, the last time I so think we the start them first. What? Yeah, it's possible. I think that. I think we rotate clouds. And don't even know it. And I'm not trying to be that's a narcissist actually, no, here. That's true. I, I believe that because it's just as like, above, so below. I feel like nature is totally like, what is wrong? Seriously. Why do coyotes follow me home? That, I fucking think that's wrong. Okay. You want to hear about a coyote story? <laughs> Last day, I'm sitting on my porch getting drunk off White Claw, inviting everybody out to some imaginary fucking bonfire. I tagged every... I was like, oh, shit, son. Get no. drunk on White Claw? <laughs> I know. I drink a lot of them. They're tiny little cans. I bought this They little, need to develop Black I bought this claw. tiny... This tiny... I should just buy a bottle of vodka and own it. Like, that's... I'm drinking micro levels of vodka. A case of citron. Yeah. Like, just... I mm. should just buy one bottle and call it good. But mm. at that point, I know my ambitions are too high and I would die <laughs> so I don't like, buy it liquor. I only buy one pack of cigarettes at a time I should be honest and get a whole fucking carton Just, that's how we should do it <clears throat> my financial advisor friend Carol would agree <laughs> she has said to me multiple times it is time to get your shit together Kayla do it so in this disclosure window that I will require yeah, let's go after to this. I made president L F C Future president, president of the United States of America. The, she has said to me she will have a list of demands when she steps into office, and here we go. The first executive order shall be all bathroom stall doors will swing out. Outward, not in, out. Yes. High away five. from the toilet, <laughs> away from the stall. Thank like why you. should we curl in the advance. whites? porcelain telephone my hemline all in your why do i have to put my skirt near a toilet my luggage in there so i can get in there that's weird (laughs) why don't the people by the sink who aren't even close to the door (laughs) 
Like, they did it backwards. Retarded. They did do it backwards. No, I really think there's a lot of things that are just trying to make females miserable and keep them down. I agree. Them down. And I am a conspiracy theorist. I, I love conspiracy theorists. I completely theories. understand that. I accept that about myself. And I really think that there's things like mammograms, for example, that are meant to demean women. I and actually, they're held in yeah. place. That's just why like, I don't do the like gynecologist that often. I, I'll do it for, like... I'd rather die of cancer. The actual thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and then truthfully, like... I just really, like, if you want to hear my honest-to-God truth, okay, I'm at the tail end of the millennial period, so I'm, like, right at the beginning where I'm supposed to understand how Snapchat and Facebook works, but I only know how to work the basics because I was the beginning of it, like, 85. I think 82 is where it started, so I'm, like, right in the beginning formation of the millennial bullshit where everybody's running around in 1990s outfits, fucking giant sun hats, and, like, talking Mm. about how they want to live in a van, okay? I'm not about that life. But I will say this, as that little millennial talking, I go to work every fucking day and I say to myself, if I have to do this bullshit, even though I, I love my job, I love my job. It's my escape from my actual hellfire life. I I go to work. I lift the vibrations of a city that I'm passionate about. I will take anybody where they need to go. I see it. I love that job. I know. That being said, I love my fucking job, but I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. I go to work every day. And then I go and I try to find a parking spot and I try to go fucking mail shit and I try to go to the grocery store and I have to go to the bank and I have to do my taxes. And I think about the concept of doing that for 50 more years and Mm -hmm. I want to like die. Yes. I want to like go off the motherfucking rail. I can't. Oh my God. No, No, you can call it suicidal. I'm just talking about being tired. It's not like that's a lot of shit. No, one like, of look, our fantasies is to I not to be alive. This is a very simple thing. At a DMV, thank you for fifty years. Oh, DMV. I will die first, please. Thank oh my you. God. Let's go out in a blaze. I don't <laughs> think I was meant to be here that long. I already have a really good life insurance policy I've set aside for my family. Like I just know that this isn't the move, and that's why death is not going to come to you because you're ready. I'm so mad about it. I know I'm going to be here until I'm fucking old because I looked at my goddamn chart. I there's an actual. It's called the 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 lot of death. Hey, so what's mine? Uh, I don't ever look at the lot of death for anybody because I never want to know, and I I could know, but I don't want to know. I can know the date. I'd rather know it so I can buy insurance. No, I feel like there's like a part of life that you should never know about, and I a lot. Okay, I'll tell you something. We don't agree. You want to hear something neat? Mm. The Saturn return is notorious for early death. So between the ages of 26 to 32. Okay, those that I know that's a large window. But that particular time frame is the first wave of potential death if you have a really malefic placement in your chart that pertains to the planet Saturn. Hmm. Saturn is the great restrictor. Saturn is time. Saturn is structure, bones, okay? Confined boundaries. You take that particular energy, okay? You could also take Pluto and Uranus. Pluto's death, Uranus's unpredictability, tornadoes, lightning storms, volcanoes, that type of shit. All that energy, if there are certain placements in a chart, you can see where the potential death is or when the transits will play out when somebody will might potentially meet death if that's in their if that's in their soul contract. So when you're sitting across from a chart and you're looking at it, it's like a like a mandala, mandela. It's uh like a a really intricate design and it's a circle, okay? Okay. Each person can look at that one particular thing and see something different every time. That's Mm. why they're so powerful. Mm. 
And so that's why you'll see people that wear mandalas, like, across. Oh. So that's, like, a... That's an area in that spiritual community that's hippie as fuck, and I don't... I don't go there because I understand that everything that we see is different anyway, and I don't need to fucking gaze at oh, a goddamn I pattern agree. to know that. Absolutely. I don't need to... I'm not going to waste my time. I won't do it. I know we're all having different perceptions. That's why we're all fucking here, because that one source of energy mm. was always one. That's where the phrase I am comes into play in a construct, the phrase I am is the most powerful thing because that's all we ever are is just one. Mm. Mm. And that alone explains the collective consciousness theory. So consciousness, however it was derived, came into being. There was a conscious being that was present and suddenly decided, I'm going to lose my shit because I'm the only fucking one. And so it needed to understand, well, how did I get here? What am I here for? What is this? So it literally like almost spliced its fucking consciousness into eons of perceptions of each individual Mm -hmm. and I think that that's how this all formed I think it's multiple dimensions of realities I think we're all and this is quantum physics we're getting into so it gets really weird (laughs) but like uh like I think that that's what this is this whole construct of our life this hologram of reality is that we're all here to learn who we are who are who is Lisa fucking karma karma I don't know why I want to call you Carmichael I don't know why. It reminds me of that because, Casper because the Friendly Ghost. Because of the word ghost. karma. Well, maybe. I because karma. I bet is... you you have a life path number two. Oh <laughs> I want to do your life really? path number after this. Because yeah. <laughs> my so each person has in numerology we've got a life path, and it goes so simplified our entire like the day that we were born. Hmm. Okay, you can break down just the birthday. We don't factor in time or location. It's, mm-hmm. it's very broad. Mm-hmm. But each person from one to nine has a very different life path and and when you look it up it'll trip you out because when you see your life path over you'll be like holy fuck that's actually pretty accurate (laughs) and then there's another one it's called the karmic number and that you only take the date that you were born so i was born the 20th my life path number is two or my karmic number is two oh very simple but they go hand in hand life path number one is the sun life path number two is the moon I named my children and I recognize them both as the sun and the moon. So it's, it's kind of cute and synchronistic and weird as fuck. I just realized this last night because I was like, wow, tomorrow's 2-22-2020. So all these subconscious Fucking choices you shit. made like, yeah. came together and you went, oh, I did yeah. do that. I sat and that. it's well, because of this path. You can break down your birth name. What name you were given at birth. Each letter in the alphabet corresponds to a number. Really? The numerologists got way into it, and you can break down every single letter in your name, mm. and it all the the concept of numerology is to simplify everything that's complicated down to a single number, mm. and that number holds a power. Mm. Ironically, my entire birth name, mm-hmm. Kayla Cayenne Brenton, mm. that's a long ass name. Yes, coincides to the number one. Damn. Want to know what my nickname is? Go. Fucking kilowatt. It's not fucking kilowatt, but it's just kilowatt. <laughs> okay. I wish I had the power that had the word fucking in it because it's really good. Uh-huh. Uh, but kilowatt also coincides to the number one. Yeah. I type both fucking names into the calculator. They both came down to one. My oh life path my. number is one. What the fuck? That's, Why? I believe you. What is that about? Let's talk about how annoying that is. <laughs> Well, well, for like, my OCD, try not to be. Super I'm gonna think crazy. about that like for Good 17 God. days now. It's just like gonna like every hour is gonna come back. Okay, so this number thing though, numerologists break down all of like your background with everything, the- personality numbers. They break it all down. You know what? I bet they work for the feds right now. I bet you they do. <laughs> I bet you. Well, if you want to talk about the feds, 
Russia. No, I bet they did. Russia is into all the magical shit. Russia was fucking, like, openly acknowledging remote viewing. Mm. For fucking years, they were like, yeah, we do that magic shit. Oh, they know what you're doing. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so in the 60s, the CAA, they just declassified a bunch of records, okay, that acknowledges they trained U.S. soldiers to do remote viewing. Remote viewing is where you go out of your body and you travel into another location. It's called astral travel. And it's called an out-of-body experience. So they train their brains to be able to take their conscious energy, leave, and go to another place and observe something. So they call it remote viewing. Because let's imagine what just spontaneously turning into a ghost could be. for. I was just going to say, this is lot like ghost theory yeah it Uh is but like but you're a living being so remote viewing would be to take your conscious energy travel a great distance and shamans have been doing that for fucking ever Mm. so they took like an ancient practice that magic shit Mm. okay Mm -hmm. and they trained u.s soldiers to do that because if you look it up the caa disclosed these records that were done in the 60s because after a certain number of years they'll disclose facts they will openly do it because mm-hmm. they're like obligated to, but they don't think it, they'll do it quietly. They won't tell anybody, and then you can gain access to it online. I don't know who the fuck came I'm up with. I like it. Yeah, no, I'll I'm find the links and I'll send it to you. Okay, it's pretty good. I'll read it. <laughs> I but yeah, when you get into it, it'll turn into this little rabbit hole. I'm part of this weird group of like spiritual like people. We call ourselves hashtag Team Rabbit Hole and fucking Jim Kincaid. Came out and he he's all about remote viewing and psychedelics and bullshit like this is wily shit. It gets deep because really it comes down to the consciousness, mm. that mm. conscious energy we're mm. all a part of, mm-hmm. and we're all like doing weird bullshit to each other, trying to smile <laughs> each other, like trying to like deem one person better than the other, and somebody's evil and somebody's not. But we're all just trying to experience something different every time. Got it. Exhausting. Oh God! I want you to meet my life coach. I don't want to live forever. I'm so you want to live forever? I don't want to live forever. I said I don't want all this like in four hours. I just want to eat tacos and die, and it never like, works out. Can I just like, cuddle with my loved ones and go peaceful? <laughs> <laughs> can I nap and have a lot of really great sex and then go to bed and never wake up? Can we just not? I'm over it. <laughs> you just said me. Thank you. Thank like, you. I might, maybe a lot of puppies. Like I might live to observe baby goats. God. And their true habitat. Like, where they're <laughs> fucking kick flipping off of each other. I will do that. I'll do that. <laughs> I can see to that life. I'm okay. Oh, my God. So, anyway, the second executive order that I will pass is that there needs to be, and it will be required, a disclosure packet. Ah, uh, yes. Mm, at the beginning of any proposed intimate relationship. I and like I it. mean all relationships that are intended to be permanent okay connect thank you there is a disclosure packet i will require absolutely and in that of course all of us you know what i'm about to say disease yeah say it well especially if you're going to be physically like intimate with another human just say every disease you have and have yeah just get there get the dates i like it get it it done here's a packet like it's the first date. It could be one of those, like, time here's dating the, things. Here's what I'm working with. Like, yeah. And <laughs> it's a chip or something. And, like, in Sweden, you can roll your arm across something and gain access to anywhere. Sweden is so... Bu- can we They're immigrate so to Sweden? Can we just go there? So pragmatic. Four-day work weeks. 
So what I want to do is have Free this college. system where, like, you pass over, you agree to do a pass like with over. your wrist. With yeah, your like wrist. a chip in the wrist. And like, yeah. boom, and you download the Oh my the god, vital. you could be the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know. That's what they, they recommend. I want to like know. Like a tattoo <laughs> or a chip. And I was like, oh! <laughs> well, they have if, that in the last if, chapter of, uh, what do they call you it? you can grab a little handheld instrument Lisa in any Macy's department store and locate a $2 pair of final clearance infant socks with What's this it? chipper that goes beep, 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 and it beeps faster the closer you get to this $2 pair of infant socks that went out of season three seasons ago. And if you can do that with this goddamn handheld thing, and I know the code to get into that room, by the way, in Clackamas Town Center. I you know. can do that. Oh, give me that code. <laughs> <laughs> if you can do that. You can May. tell your bullshit to somebody That's as well. That's right. That's just the technology the, is there. It, just get it done. The technology is there. Just tell me you had hep C. Just do it. Like, tell me you're bisexual or yeah, pansexual. Like, just say it. Fr- gonorrhea, genital words, all the things. Thanks. Give me the knowledge of the Because I'm eventually going to find through. out. I'm going to find out how many times you like, cheated. Why do we have to How many children you really have. Yeah. I'm just going to figure it all out. I was on a date with the guy. brings me to another. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Don't tell me. Why are so many men? employed by the FBI when women are so superior at finding shit up. I agree. I agree. I don't get it. I mean, now my voice, oh, I hear my voice is kind of high and I'm whining. No, it's okay, called, no, you're not whining. Resolve it. it's, I'm called a, it's called a patriarchy. I'm going to kick it down a notch. I think we might have actually been talking long enough to, so the Anchor app, right? goes oh wow this is going to be the longest standing podcast no! I have ever done. So so this cuts out at 59. So when it cuts out at 59, we'll recircle back because we're on a very good topic. Well, if you can, hey, so, and then I want to touch back to that thing. Yeah. I really believe that if you can find a $2 pair of fucking socks with a handheld instrument in Macy's department store, any Macy's department store, which is huge. They yeah. carry, anyway. So if you can do that, <laughs> you can supply a mammogram that's non-invasive and not painful. We put people, we put satellites up there. Yeah. And you can find a $2 pair of socks in any Macy's department store with a handheld instrument. You can't stay away from smashing my boobs with two plates of glass. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Okay. I'm just saying. Let's talk about biopsies. That'll be my third executive order. When they take a a (laughs) tissue sample. Oh. Want me to show you something that you don't want to see, but I'm going to show you anyway. Do you want to see it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Get ready. See that? Yeah. That's from where they did a biopsy on me three fucking years ago. Okay, that's misogyny. That's not healed. What I just looked at was called misogyny. What's that? Oh my God, tell me, because I got to hear this. Well, it's a rather prevalent condition in the Pacific Northwest. Deep hatred of women. And they took a chunk of my deep tissue out and it's never healed. Misogyny. And I've I've gotten screened for hepatitis. Anything, any kind of like immune system thing, I've been screened for all of it. I'm clear. So this is concerning to me. And one of the main reasons why I won't go back, even though they keep calling me, not for the boob thing. Because they, you know what? But they, they call me for more, like, samples of shit. And I'm like, no, I'm not going you know to, I don't what? buy they it anymore. They want that capsule back. I think they do, because they <laughs> fucking put it in there and it's not coming out. And it, my, that's why my body won't heal over they, it. They want that little capsule back. I think it's a little. it has a lot of information. I think so. And I think that I'm willing to get a knife and cut that shit out easily. Because I'm not going to die. Talk about breast implants. But also the lymphatic system. Yeah. 
have you heard of this? Okay. Mm. Let's talk about how fucked up it is that our society glorifies boob jobs. Okay. Thank you. When you're cutting into the lymphatic system, it's an intricate web of fucking tubes. Mm -hmm. In a woman's body, you're cutting through the lymphomic system. Mm. That's why everyone that's got the boob job thing Mm -hmm. has very deep sunken in eyes. That it can actually like you can sort of see it if they've had multiple times. Super sick. It makes you sick. You're Super always fighting a cold or you're not fucking healing. And it's Damn. a lot of it, I think, has to do with the fact that the patriarchy is trying to keep women sick. Misogyny. Yeah. Mm. I like your brain. Mm. Misogyny. Yeah, man. I remember you said that word in a text once and I was like, I gotta because Google that. I'm sorry. <laughs> my fucking dude said to me, okay, he, he is my dude. He's not my dude. I don't know what the fuck we are anymore. Uh-huh. Every day, I'm just like, it's over. I'm out. This is I, fucking I noticed bullshit. that. I noticed that, and I want to honor it because mm. there. I found the pattern uh, just a few days ago, actually. Oh, this I, is good. Remember, we were texting, and and when um you you expressed okay yeah, I'm you expressed something. You, you I loved it, and I, I love everything you say <laughs> I think you're because I want to honor thank the you. truth. And no, thank the love you. Love is It's a two way street. You, you sent me one of your jokes, and sometimes they're a truth sandwich. Um, anyway, that's but, true. You're right. It is a tr- and subconscious lo- sandwich. Oh yeah, subconscious truth the sandwich. The loaded truth sandwich and um, not organic. All man. my meme booms, like every fucking meme so post I make, where I post like a thousand fucking memes, all of it's loaded with mad. So truth. a part of you, a part of you, still protects him. Yeah, and I understand it, and I want you to know that I honor and respect it because Aww. it's part of the experience. Thanks, friend. <laughs> no, I I honor it and I respect it because I've been there, and and it's possible that I'm still there, you know, and not not you know realizing it. Well, not but accepting it is what that is. Okay. That's hard. Acceptance okay. is a hard fucking move. I don't even do it. Ever. I want to try. I refuse to I do it. I want to get better at accepting. I want to copy the, you because that's what I need to work on. About me or things I've done, and I want to accept it or like whatever it is. I just I want. Think, I want to work on it. I feel like a lot of the time yeah. I'm an irresponsible asshole for getting oh. all truth about it. I think I have a tendency to run away. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people isn't, that are more open isn't that about just it. the atomic structure of all of us? I just feel like we have we all We run into addictions. each other all the time because of our stupidity. Well, yeah, but we're all, we're all numbing. We're all running from something. Some type of truth that we have inside of ourselves mm. where it is like, like I yeah. mentioned before, where we all are everything, even yeah. though we've been conditioned to believe we're not. Even from though the we've movie been phenomenon, from, from John Travolta. Oh, I love that movie. He it's, was fucking good. It's energy, Bob. Oh what? Do say that again. It's energy, Bob. <laughs> I wish he I was could just, have like a fucking good ass microphone was, tag to you. He's held in comfortable captivity for the fucking what, two, three days? And he's moving this pencil at like a eight and a half inch distance yeah. back and forth. Yeah. You know, just by by his energy. And Bob's like, How do you do that? John's just like, God, he's so over it. John's just like, fuck, I don't want to talk anymore and takes a second. It's energy, Bob. Like, it's just so, like, he, that's exactly a good summary of what I'm dealing with here. Because I'm I over here like trying to is. explain my shit. No, I, and I never get it out in I any way. And I don't know how I to get it out. But this podcast going. has been really good. Keep going. This is, you keep going. This is where, <laughs> like, I think I was telling a passenger. Actually, I met a cool guy. Uh. I'm at, and this is when you know you're being stared at. Yeah. 
So he comes up and I see him staring at me from the fucking bus stop way up there. Oh, I have some feedback regarding your beauty, by the way, from another driver. But please oh my. finish your story. Oh, my God. No, oh, I'll I don't tell know. You. Okay, so then... Thank you, by the I, way. I feel like he's a reliable person. I agree. I think there's some people out there that have a way of saying shit that makes it, like, hit home. Well, you have a lot of crushes on. You already know that, though. No, I don't. <gasps> I don't know that, but I don't Sacrilege. think I want to. I don't think I want to know. Speaking I don't think I want to know because Because for me, I might actually act really weird. Because for me, okay, I know. let's talk about that. Because yeah. I have a thing for Julius over at Rivershore. Ooh. And I fucked up last Who's night. Who's Julius? He's a really hot... Dude, that works there. Oh, well, I've then been we going should there go for like the river a short. year and a half. Let's go there. He finally talked to me last night. Yes. And I, I oh, I jacked it so up. I was That's like, good, because that means you showed him the bad stuff first. I just, That's honestly I, more respectable I, than showing I, the shiny-ass bullshit that we show everybody you. else. Thank you. The first time we meet people, we're like, hello, I'm <laughs> fabulous. And then you go through this journey of detriment uh-huh. that just breaks it down to a microscopic <laughs> level of what a monstrosity this human really can be and you're like oh my god but oh, it's the yeah. setup you want to set want the there. bar low I, set it low always I, every time i'm on the cusp because then you can just surprise them with your brilliance that that's parachute the that's on my back is about to open because i'm ready to jump i'm that's ready called the blooming I'm of a fucking dahlia have you seen it's a been, slow-mo time lapse of a dahlia blooming been, you're about to explode a brilliant. Well, I and want, I can't wait I, to see that. I want to embrace the truth yes. of everything I've ever done and said. And I want to appreciate and acknowledge the effects of all of that. And I, and I want to be honest and accountable. And I'm, I want to. Just because I want to wanna wanna f- be... fully be free and live. And, well, and you want to embrace all of your life energy. Like we can all hearing that. Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. You should. You that should was a step beer admission. I like. We should get one more beer. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking friends are gonna be like, "God damn it, Kayla! You just said you had money problems. Why are you buying beer?" And I'll be like, "I didn't factor in that I was gonna have the help of a lovely human." I hope I don't plead poverty. I I hope that I'm not doing that, but it's possible I'm doing it. You know what? I'm turn around and buy more. There's alcohol. something about the social caste system in our society that really bothers me. Let's talk about money. Why? <clears throat> For the love of God, do people with money act like they're better than other people? Because well, I have explained... No, no, no. I had this bitch get on my bus downtown. She gets on my bus. She has a $100 bill. She's, she steps on my bus. She flags me down. It's not even my stop, but I'm nice, and I pulled to the side because I realized she needed my bus. She flags me down like a fucking taxi. I, I pulled to the side. Everybody on the bus is like, well, that's not your bus stop, and I pulled to the side because I do that. You on my bus, I'm going that way. I'll pick you up. I don't give a fuck if you're homeless. I don't give a fuck if you're wearing Jimmy Choo's. See, this is another podcast because money does change people. And I have so Fortunately, many Fortunately, we have extra time to do another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is going to be a fucking two-hour so podcast, people. Stories. Buckle up, babe. It's happening. <laughs> I don't believe in safety belts, but yeah. You I don't know. either. Actually, I know somebody that survived because they weren't wearing a fucking safety belt. I'm that person. You know why I, I put pictures. my fucking left leg up on the top part of the fucking dash? Every time you see me driving my personal car, I drive with my leg up. I have what I call hip dysplasia, okay? But I it's do that because of the fact that I know that if there is an impact, I'm going to have spring. one leg free. If I got to fucking cut the other leg off and try and suppress the bleeding, I'll do it. I will cut my fucking leg off just so I will live. If I have to break you free of a bomb, I will do that. that. 
I'll do it. I'm always going to live. That I'm going to make it. I drive Which is annoying because I don't want to be here there. for 50 more years. I know. It pisses but me But I have this off. innate desire to I'm survive. Sure I'm going to wake up in the morning. That's Like, bullshit. if I have to do my taxes for fucking two more years, I might freak out and go off the rails. This is America. I should be able to be free to choose when it's over. Yeah, thank Clock you. Clock out. Thank you. Why do we have to like criticize people who are just done? It's not suicidal. It's not. It just means they're. That's called tired. Life planning. That's called tired of the bullshit of the hologram. (laughs) (laughs) You're just done. You're done, son. It's over. I'm out. out. We're out. It's yeah. (laughs) Matrix, red pill, blue pill. I don't give a fuck. Give me the one that's not here. Just give me. Can I go back to source? (laughs) Can we do a redo? Because when I come back, I'll do it better. I want to be a cat, please. Can I please be a cat? Can I'm, I be a cat in a cushy house, some type of Manhattan No, because then you house? have to eat processed, the same processed food every meal. No, I want the fucking owner that cooks me chicken every night. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that they're out there because they push your cats around in a stroller. And you know they're not going to give us the processed bullshit. They're not going to do it. And the millennials are all about cooking their dog's food. Oh, we oh. love that shit. We like to cook the, vegetables. Tango oh, has yeah. like fresh chicken and vegetables and all the time. I don't like to give him bullshit. Like teeter. Brent doesn't know this, but I give him like lean chicken with rice and vegetables whenever I make that for the kids. <laughs> Tango gets a portion in his little bowl because I don't care. I want him to have a healthy meal every now and then. Like that might make him live right, longer. So your pets are exempt. That's what it is. <laughs> we got uh, let's see, fifty-two minutes for numerology purposes. Should we cut out at five fifty-five fifty-five? Do. But we got like a long time until that. <laughs> Wait, let me read it. It's fifty two forty two. Well, all right. So, do you know the next executive order? Oh, tell me. <clears throat> I've been drinking. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to do an executive order for traffic laws. Okay, if we're gonna have oh, all these no, fucking this, people and we're all gonna be in gridlock traffic every fucking Oregon, day, and it's the only fucked up. Place and even California, even California. So let's revisit this. Okay. There's traffic because everybody wanted to have three kids in a white picket fence for sixty years. Okay, mm. now we got way too many fucking people, and the powers that be are trying to find a way to kill all of us. Because they're just, we're overpopulating things. The spring is Terrence working. McKenna said it in the fucking 80s. might work. Terrence McKenna suggested everybody be limited to one offspring. And that would, that would fix a fuck ton of problems. Coming from someone who has got two, and it wasn't planned, I'll tell you right now, I would be fine after the first, even though I would never have Beamer, so I'm sad about that. I feel like, I'm glad that it worked out the way it did, but I feel like I could have had just, well, we should all just have not, one. There wasn't a gender contingency. Yeah, that was that's China. What, that's In China, they always wanted the boys. So the girls were being orphaned. And now you need $50,000 to marry an Asian wife. Yeah. Just for a starter. To yeah. introduce that to the to the Which is just family. slavery. That's just another word for slavery. Yeah, but isn't just, that marriage anyway? That's how it was contracted. Well, dowry, yeah. If you think uh, about it, back in the day. Who has the biggest pig gets to have the girl. Well, it came into this You're world. selling a human first product. That's slavery. It's that's what that still is. There. It's just said another way. Yeah, well, it's the same thing as, like, somebody that's willing to, like, be a pet for Netflix accounts and consistent tax filing. Like, I'm okay with it for right now, but eventually I'm going to break free of my shackles. <laughs> my mother's been audited by the IRS three times. That. I feel like I, I could definitely face that life. I know that we're really <laughs> close. Um, to finish, I think we're close to, uh, yeah, we're really close to 555, so just I'll summarize. Okay. I would really like to see if we're all having to sit in traffic, some type of fun being implemented through like i don't know hologram stuff like you know trajectory things where they put out an image so randomly on loud light like 
loudspeakers will play Indiana Jones soundtrack and it'll be like da 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 we're sitting there bored as fuck we're looking out the window and I want to see I'm almost wrapping up the podcast I would like one more course light that would be so fabulous and another boneyard you're amazing you're so she's so amazing now I can finish and and like on point (laughs) then you go through the sound effects of Indiana Jones da 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 then as we look to the left here comes an invisible giant rolling stone ball and we all get that thrill in Russia going, oh, no, I'm going to be crushed by this giant ball. I could outrun it. And I feel like some people might really get into it and leave their cars. And that would be kind of entertaining. But at the same time, it would liven up traffic. Ah. If we have to be there, why not be entertained? Or have, like, little, like, side ramps to go into some random roller coaster thing. Ah. Like, maybe I'll take five extra minutes to go through this fun event. By you know? Me. But I'm living it. <laughs> On the edge of traffic. You know, we can this all is have kilowatt 